0: You're listening to the We Talk Nerd podcast, a podcast about gaming, movies, and everything nerd. I'm your host, Brandon. I'm Andrew. And I'm Rob. Uh, we're not joined by Jared this week. Uh, he's a little bit busy, but we do have Rob back, so that'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, I just want to thank everybody for listening. This is the first podcast of 2018, and uh, I guess our second year. This will be our 21st podcast and. I'm glad everybody's just been hanging out. We're having fun doing this, and I just want to thank everybody for that. We'll hopefully have uh, some changes coming soon for a better quality podcast, and just make it just to make it a better uh, experience for everybody. But with that being said, we'll I'll hand it off to Rob and see what he's been playing this week.
1: Sure, thank you. And yeah, it's a uh, you know happy 2018 to both of you. So hey, uh, nice to uh, be starting this up with you guys. Um, yeah. Yeah, had a bit of time off over the uh, holiday holiday week, so was able to get in a little bit of gaming. Uh, played some of the Horizon Zero Dawn expansion. Good. Oh, is, expansion. How's oh that? man, it is so good. It's so good. It's uh, it's called the Frozen Wilds, mm-hmm. and it's uh, primarily north of the main area that you played at. So mm-hmm. everything is frost covered and you know snow everywhere. So I've
0: have seen the snow like in the end game snow. Oh my god, that's incredible.
1: Yeah, i I have just the regular PlayStation. I'm sure the PlayStation Pro with like the 4K version is mm-hmm.
0: even better, so. Yeah, like you step on the snow and it mats it down. And you can see the grass like breaking through it. And, oh, it looks incredible.
1: Yeah, it's. I was uh, talking a little bit earlier, saying you know it's it's game of the year for a lot of people, and mm-hmm. you know, for it's good a reason, It's so much fun, and uh, the the only shame is that it's a it's an exclusive. So mm-hmm. you know, people that are committed to other platforms are not going to get a chance to play it. Mm-hmm.
2: Rob's telling me that I should drop what I'm doing, just like, just like Jared's dropping what he's doing playing The Last of Us. I should That's play some Horizon. Is, some Horizon.
0: Is is it how long is the expansion?
1: Um, well, I think I'm about a third of the way through it, and I would say I've put about four hours in. So I okay. would say it's probably like a twelve to fifteen hours. Not bad.
0: I heard you but... can do it in conjunction with the rest of the game. Like if you start it over, it like flows into the normal game.
1: Yeah, but I finished the game quite some time back. Right, so it right. was, uh, you know, with the new expansion coming out, I was. Did ready. you ever finish it, Andrew?
2: I didn't start it.
1: <laughs> you haven't ever started Horizon? That's what
2: I, That's why it's, That's why he was telling me I should oh, play wow. it.
0: I thought that was one of the ones you have played. Oh, definitely. That is. I have
2: it. I bought
1: it. It's one of
0: the best games that came out last year. It's mm-hmm. a great yeah. game. Well, I, accept I, think, I think role. I've talked about it
1: before, but yeah,
0: it's a great game.
1: Yeah, I'm accepting this role as the, uh, the challenger. Uh, I challenge everyone to play games that I like. So I can talk about them with with you guys. There you go. So, uh, whenever Jared's done, he probably took tonight off to play uh, the Last of Us,
2: Desert so. Con- <laughs> Conflict, Desert Storm.
1: Poor conflict, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it won't take up too much more. But I just wanted to say that I also got in a little bit of board gaming. I got in nice. some more Telltale games. Uh, this time, Guardians of the Galaxy. So making the tough decisions with Rocket how was Dragon. how was that? Because I've heard it's not as good as some of the others. If you like the movies, it's like playing the movies. And it is a little more, I would say, a little sillier than some of the Mm -hmm. other ones. It definitely doesn't have the same dark tone that the Batman and uh, Walking Dead have. But it's still a lot of fun. And I'm such a Guardians fan. I'm sure I'm skewed on it. But uh, it was also one of those deals. It was $10 um, for the whole series. So I scooped it up. Um, Another one I picked up was uh, Dear Esther. And that one is a bit of a uh, of an interesting game. It was actually an originally a Half-Life 2 mod, and it's what's considered the first walking simulator. Walking so, simulator. Yeah, meaning you're just kind of going around looking at things. There's not really ways to die. So it's just a, like a
0: visual game?
1: Essentially, yeah. You're more like you're going through and experiencing and seeing and feeling things as opposed to button mashing or, or fighting your way through stuff, awesome. so... It was sort of like a sort of like
0: for... a uh, self-paced movie of sorts,
1: exactly. Yeah. Well, and a lot of it's up to interpretation. You spend as little or as much time as you like in certain areas. So mm-hmm.
2: uh, we talked but, about this with the game of the year. Sorry, the story game of the year what was it? It was Edith Finch. It was last for yeah. 2017. Hmm. Some, I, something like that.
1: I loved that game, and and it owes a lot to Dear Esther. In fact, you can see some of the same, some of the same like notes as you go through. Edith Finch is, is definitely drawn from that. But Edith Finch is an amazing game. I yeah. I just I
2: watched play. it actually at a stream and I I enjoyed it.
0: I don't play a whole lot of games like that. So it's interesting to hear that kind of side of things.
1: Yeah, Dear Astro is less than two hours total, start to finish. So um, it's not a huge time commitment to do it. And if you play it on Xbox, you can get about 800X uh, gamer score for uh, running through it. Hmm.
2: Does it cool. still matter anymore? Does anyone still care?
1: I of care. Of course. It's internet. I don't play point Xbox, but It's internet
2: points, I mean,
1: <laughs> internet points.
0: It's like Reddit karma. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool, cool. Well, How about you, Andrew? What have you what have you been up to?
2: I've been playing the Discord community game. Have you heard of it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very very important. Um No, it's it's I've been doing a lot of community stuff and that's it's a lot of motivation to get people organized and to get people to you know a place where they can have fun together i i really enjoy that i like seeing fire teams go out and people just playing overwatch together in, in a discord and having fun talking about just random stuff as part of a gaming community like remember i think you're back when you guys know that the ventrilo slash team speak days where you go into a ventrilo you go to a team speak and People are there. They're playing the game, and you just talk with them. And just mm-hmm. that—that that sort of community. Now it's kind of changed. The, the game plans changed with you know Reddit and these sub communities. But Discord's a place to be. And I kind of—I really like—I really like how this one's—it's it's growing really rapidly. It is. Uh, it is. And other than that, I think I just a little, a little bit dusty you. Still love it. Still going out with my fire team. Uh, and getting to max light level whatever that may be i think it's 335 now uh, and getting i think i have all the guns i think i pretty much have everything i need and my 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 vault space is getting really full and my my all my items are going to the mailbox and just staying there
1: you should start a post on the bungie forums about your vault space being not large enough
2: i think they already heard the millions of users other than the eververse needs to die the posts you know huh. that sort of thing <laughs> that's all i've been up to and i here
1: andrew wants the eververse to die
2: <laughs> don't quote me
1: no i think everybody does i
2: yeah. can't wait to just play the rest of mario Rabbids um during my break and then maybe get to some horizon zero dawn rob i'll get to it you should
1: you should
0: yeah i haven't done much either uh i actually got sick at the end of uh the last podcast so i'm glad i can actually be on this one but uh i played a little bit more assassin's creed i'm trying to finish that and uh some more little little bit of playstation vr i'll talk about that in a minute but uh it's all that's all, re- all i really done this week so i guess we'll just jump into some news nice but uh Microsoft has come out and said that uh, they are discontinuing the Kinect, so it is officially dead. They will no longer make or support the Kinect for the Xbox. Hmm. Um, I think there is a little bit of a community around it for the PC, but not for gaming. It's more, I think, for the video, the voice, and uh, I think they might use it in maybe the medical field.
2: It's got to be a nice cam in it.
0: Mm-hmm. So. so maybe
2: hopefully I can, but it's not the same plug that you would think it is. I'm not sure what plug that is. Oh,
0: for for the for the it's USB. Uh, the later ones I think were USB, but for some of the older ones there's an adapter that they came out with for the to PC. go to
2: USB. Okay, it mine has mine's like the original. Or gen. it could
0: be like an actually a whole separate connect. I'm not sure.
2: I like to use it for a webcam. Let me see what they have. Yeah, I'll check it out.
0: Yeah, but uh, yeah. So I mean. I don't know. Maybe they can use the, you know, the kind of the idea for it to further maybe their VR stuff. But yeah, it's they Don't expect any Connect games anytime soon.
1: When was the last <laughs> Connect game? I
0: last don't think game. there was a single one that came out for the one it or for the one. So. Oh, well, yeah. it had to have been because they they packed it in. I mean, they it's did probably but, a um, just
2: dance. Just dance two thousand seventeen or something, probably. Maybe. Ooh, that's oh, that's
0: true. That's gonna really put a damper on the just dance for the Xbox. How are you gonna just dance now?
2: <laughs> you just dance. No webcam, just dance.
0: Just dance. No. No I... points, just dance.
2: <laughs> hmm.
0: Just dance VR would be interesting. Maybe we'll see that for the PlayStation. Possibly. Anyway. Uh, The Mass Effect 2 and 3 DLC have finally came in a bundle. Uh, Previously, the only way to get them were to buy them individually with Bioware points, which you had to buy with real money. So it was like a really weird conversion you had to make to get the DLC. And it was, I don't know if you ever looked into it, but it was like crazy expensive for all the DLC, like maybe 80 bucks. Because there's a lot of DLCs for those two games.
2: Are we talking Origin or are we talking console? Both. Huh.
0: Uh, well, the console, I think, back in the day, it was like Microsoft points and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So maybe not on console, but for at least on Origin, yeah, they, would,
1: they would sell each of the adventures for like ten to fifteen dollars each, and they would not be, you know, full blown expansions. Like the fact that I'm getting fifteen hours out of Horizon Zero Dawn is crazy because the Mass Effect two mission, I think where you're a spy is maybe two hours, three hours. Mm-hmm. Right. But and you had to pay like ten bucks, you know, for mm-hmm. that for that time. So right. It's pretty amazing that you're getting um, such little <laughs> for your money nowadays. Right. Uh, well, I don't now think it's gonna flop a bit. I mean, I don't know. They're I think
0: they're doing it for convenience. Um because I mean it's been around forever and people I personally don't have all the DLC on the PC and I would like that. Um, I think it's twenty five bucks for all the DLC for two, and maybe thirty for all the DLC for three. Uh, you don't have to buy the Bioware points or anything like that. So that's a hopefully maybe it'll go on sale one of these like big sale events, and then I'll catch it then. Because I would load the replay through all of that. It's one of my favorite series. And the DLC oh only God. adds good stuff to
1: the game. Mm-hmm. I think two is probably one of my favorite games ever made for the Definitely. for the three sixty three was Definitely. really good too, but two. You know, two was next level stuff. Two was next level. It was, inc- it was incredible.
2: Then there's Andromeda. Yeah,
0: <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> it's a game.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
0: it, is, it is a game. Yeah, it's a game. Um, some cool news: uh, Civ Six is available on iPad. The full game. There's no anything cut out of it. It's exactly the experience you would have on PC, except on iPad. That's amazing, which and is that's pretty
1: amazing. Pretty overdue, I'd say.
0: I feel like games like that will work well in the uh, iPad market or tablet market.
1: Well, they had Civ Revolution a few years mm-hmm. back, but those were really, really watered down versions yeah, of Civ. Definitely. Yeah, they. That's why I'm so surprised that they were actually able to get the full blown. I mean, my my computer used to chug on like Civ Five. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of calculations going on, so. I'm sure it doesn't play that well
0: on maybe an older iPad, but if you have the latest and greatest on the iPads, I'm sure it runs great.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, Some more Civ 6 news. Uh, For the newest expansion, they're they're adding eight new Civs with nine new leaders, which means they'll have an overlap on leaders. And the ones we know so far is Cree, which is an indigenous Canadian uh, Civ. Don't know a whole lot about that. Uh, the Dutch, the Korean, the Mongolians, and the Mongolian leader will be Genghis Khan, which I think we've had before. Um, but I guess they're adding it in six. And we're getting a new Indian leader, and I don't want to butcher his name because I have no idea how to pronounce it. But uh yeah, those will be some new that's a lot of, I think it's a lot of sieves to be added for an expansion on a list of already a lot of sieves. Yeah.
1: That's really impressive. I wonder where they go next with this because five had like the space expansions and they they went, you know, off world to, you know, to find new gameplay. So,
2: was that an expansion or was that a standalone? I think that was a standalone.
1: I think it was standalone,
0: but it was, Uh, was yeah, the standalone, the the space one was all standalone.
2: Okay. Yeah. But but said five, I hear was the best one out of all of them and it, it, it's still. I thought it was still the the best um, Civ that the community accepts. I've been hearing that more than I have about Civ six. Is that is that true or uh, I about think that? people
0: like Civ five more because of because there is I think a couple expansions that came out for it. So there is a lot of stuff that's in that game, and Civ six just hasn't caught up to it yet.
1: And that's what it is. It's just the game. The how much gameplay is actually there. Uh, mm-hmm. When 5 came out, everyone said, oh four 4 is good enough, you know. Right. Uh, there, there was actually a lot of salt about 5.
2: Mm. this was the same thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just as soon as, you know, when they add more stuff, you know, the, the newest one will be the, the best. But, uh, it's a vicious cycle, but I love, I enjoy playing those games a lot. Nice. Uh, yeah, um, it's all the news I really have, but, uh. I want to talk a little bit about Firepoint since we talked about the PlayStation VR. Uh, from what I've played it, I currently would rank it an eight out of ten, and that's purely based on VR. Because uh, if it wasn't a VR game, I would think it might be a six. Because it's not, it's not a very deep game, but it is fun to play in VR. Because you can look, you get the whole, you can look around and see everything. You know, you get to aim the gun, bring the sight up to your eye um
2: it's the context the storyline everything
0: uh you're the, con- the context is pretty interesting but uh it's you're in space um you get sucked into what i assume is a wormhole uh thrown on a planet i don't want to give too much away but you're looking for some other people from your space station that was sucked into this uh black hole and
1: teleported to this planet
0: cool yeah
1: that's always a fun type of gameplay because you can do anything you want with it that was the basic premise of prey which i thought Mm -hmm. was a really fun game
0: yeah you know and there's the aliens are of course bugs and they're fun to shoot Mm -hmm. and so they be scary sometimes and they jump out of nowhere and because you know you have to turn your head to find something so you know they could be up in the corner where you're not looking so
1: i do have a question for you though brandon yeah i I have to draw some connections between numbers it jumps out at me okay so far point if it's not a vr would be a six yeah the last jedi was a six Mm-hmm. So if the Last Jedi was in VR, it would be an eight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> mm, if I could experience the Last Jedi, I might make it an eight.
2: Okay, <laughs> Good to know. there it is. <laughs>
0: maybe if I could, if if I was the Last Jedi, maybe it would be an eight. I would do
1: things a little bit different, but yeah, we really haven't seen any tie in games coming out for that. Other than, I mean, I, I wouldn't consider Battlefront a tie in. I, I don't
0: know the the uh, campaign. At least the DLC that came out recently for the Battlefront Two campaign, uh, tied in a little. fair yeah, it's not like it's not like Pod Racer. No, it's not like Pod you Racer. Know, which was no, we know. don't we don't have which uh, was Canon, the uh, the Salt uh, Salt Planet ship racer game.
1: That would be cool though. <laughs> I'd want it. <laughs> would you play it?
2: I'd play another Pod Racing game for sure.
1: If there was a Pod Racing game on the Salt Planet, definitely.
2: Yeah, those pod racing <laughs> games were solid, man. Yeah, I love
1: that red, racing, all that red earth, like,
0: shooting know, up what, behind you. Would yeah. game, would the car slash pod racing genre still hold up today? Because we don't see a whole lot of that. We used to have Mario Kart, DD Kart. We had pod racers. We had, like, Crash Bandicoot
1: Kart. Well, you got, like, Wipeout and stuff, and they still put that out. I don't think you can make it a premium game. Like, it wouldn't be a $60 game, but it might mm-hmm. be, uh, you know, an iPad, you know, iOS, uh Android game i could i could see that
2: but it has star wars to it so i feel like it almost has even more levity like uh, if you put a star wars pod racing i feel like that could sell more if they made it really good
1: that pod racing know. game was the best thing to come out of I don't know, it's N64, really hard the right? uh, the star
0: wars name is starting to get a little tarnished with the video games That's we haven't yeah. really, we haven't really
1: had anything to stand out you know and of the Lego series, they're definitely the weakest ones.
2: That's how- unfortunate.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but how about <laughs> that new
2: game way. though, that EA is coming out with? That basically they said they trashed, but they mm-hmm. because it was a single player solo experience, now they're gonna make it into a games of service. Still yeah, looking forward lo- to that.
0: It's looking like it's gonna be a this des- a Destiny s game, maybe. Yes. And people are kind of disappointed because we haven't had a good, solid, uh, campaign-driven Star Wars game in a very long time. Yeah. Which I'm also a little disappointed about because that would be fun. Or even an open-world Star Wars game would be fun. But I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Maybe De- Maybe Star Wars Destiny 2 Edition will be better than Destiny 2.
2: I would like it again. I want competition for Bungie to get off their yeah, butts. But then,
0: but then again, they're making Anthem. Anthem, yep. So, but I mean, I don't know. EA is not afraid to compete with themselves. With like, you had a Battlefront or Battlefield One. You got Battlefront Two, Titanfall Two. So yeah, I mean, they're not they're not afraid to compete in their own market. I guess.
1: No, you got to hedge your bets. You can't just count on one game coming out and being the the savior for you because there's so many people. So many studios that have closed, and even publishers that have closed, because some massive game they put all their money behind came out and just flopped. All right,
2: this is true. This is true. What's the last Star Wars game that you have played single player? I'm just curious now. So
0: a soul, a solely single player game. Let me think. That, that,
2: like really? Like when's the last Star Wars single player Force game? Maybe
1: the Force Unleashed Two. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I, I didn't care much for that one. I think uh, the first it, one was better. the first one was definitely better.
0: The second one was okay. It was more. It felt more like a, a like a an ex, like an expansion because it wasn't that long, like a little little clinger on. But it might be the last single like solely single player thing I can remember.
2: I remember back when N sixty four there was like one with Dash Fender. or I forget what what that's called that one was a really awesome single player experience which wasn't canon but still if they even have like tie offs like that that would be good as long as they have some good single player experience with just good gameplay I don't know why yeah. is EA the only one with the license is that why what's happening? Yes. Disney. That's once, why,
0: once yeah. Disney bought Lucasfilm um, they did this thing where they wanted to give the rights to one publisher and EA got it
2: hmm. gotcha I gotcha
0: and since they've got that, which I believe that was like maybe two thousand, what two thousand twelve, we've seen two games come out, right? Battlefront, and Battlefront two.
1: Well, they took a beating for that. Uh, the old Republic with Bioware. I forgot what they well, said. Well, the that was, like yeah, that was before and it made nothing. Yeah,
0: that was before. uh that whole uh, Lucasfilm's getting balled out, which I personally like The water public a lot. It's not a it's not a game like WoW where you're going to keep playing it, but it was a good game to play through. It's a good time. single
2: player experience. I liked it.
0: I think it works well as single player. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's so, off on a tangent a little bit. That's right. <laughs> I think we do that from time to time.
0: <laughs> a little bit. Uh, that's really all the gaming news I have to talk about. I see a couple notes that so someone's read on
1: here. If y'all want to talk about it, sure. I'll get started with the um, kind of a preview. And, you know, we don't know a lot of information about it yet, but, you know, I'm the resident board game guy, and I get psyched whenever I see some new um, some new board game news show up. And today was a big one. Um, there's a game out there called Scythe. And for those that are not familiar with it, um, you may be familiar with the art stuff in which they would show a lot of like Eastern European fields back in like the nineteen like early nineteen hundreds. And then they would show these huge mechs walking through it. And it would be this kind of like juxtaposition of, you know, like farmers, and then like these huge mechs with like just smoke billowing out of it. It was a really cool kind of steampunk, but not necessarily of that time frame. So it was an artist that did this and and he put out a Series of it, and it inspired Stonemeyer Games to actually create a game, which they call Scythe, which is a 4x game, uh, which is like the expand and the, you know, you're, you're collecting resources and you're you can go out and battle, and and it's been very well received and it's probably one of the most popular games out right now. Well, today they announced a an expansion called The Rise of Fenris, and it's going to convert the game to a legacy board game which is a whole other genre of games than they've been putting out. A legacy game is one that you begin playing and then the decisions you make in that game carry on to the next one. So you're almost doing like mission, like episodic type of content so that some things that you might do have a lasting effect into the very next game. Uh, there's been some big ones, Risk Legacy, uh, Pandemic Legacy. Uh, these are all ones that have uh, been uh, well-received and, and played you know, over and over again and it really brings a huge um ownership to the game and we used to play with uh with some friends uh there was the four of us and we couldn't wait for friday nights because we knew we were going to go over we got some dinner and some wine and play pandemic legacy
2: the the legacy thing is a new craze like you said
1: it's a like wish it, yeah
2: yeah you think other games are going to pick that up
1: oh they they're already starting to do it uh yeah that scythe is doing it probably shouldn't be such a surprise, but the fact that they're doing it within the context of their current game is pretty cool. Like you're just buying an expansion; you're not buying a whole new board game set because these board games get they get expensive.
2: That's right. So, what's the premise of like scythe really? I mean, if I if I wanted to sit down and play and learn, uh, how how complicated is it, or how how easy does it get into, or maybe long lines is how. Uh, for, like who would like this kind of board game?
1: Yeah, this is going to be your. Uh, I would think Brandon would like it with his uh, his love of Civ. It's uh, very much uh, similar to that. You are a Ooh, really? leader of a of a country, more or less. It's um, you're in the kind of Poland, Russia, steps, a uh, very harsh environment, and you have workers that you place on the board. So there's some worker placement um, aspects to it, and you're collecting these resources. And then you're spending these resources to build these huge mechs. Well, some of the other expansions that have come out have let you build airships. And they've added uh, these ones, a uh, new faction called Invaders from Afar, which is bringing over some of the, um, the Asian and like Mongolian factions are now getting into the mix. So it's a very beautiful game in terms of the art style. Um, the balance is extremely, extremely good. And that's um, and there's a ton of replayability to it, so I am beyond hype for, you know, for a legacy aspect of it.
2: Awesome. Sounds
1: cool. Yeah. How long does a game like that last? About two hours. Two hours.
0: This is like a really fun game. I might look into that.
1: Yeah, definitely. There's tons of uh, let's plays. Um, I would uh, suggest checking out. Um, I think it's Shut Up and Sit Down. Uh, they do a lot of uh, let's plays, and there's also uh, Watch It Played. Um, so both of those hosts are entertaining and we will take you through it, and you'll get a good uh, understanding of the game itself.
0: Nice. Let's see. What's uh, what's this uh, Betrayal?
1: Hey, Andrew, you want to take us through that?
2: What is it called again? Betrayal at Baldur's Gate, right?
1: Yeah, Betrayal at Baldur's Gate.
2: That was fun. We I, I played with Rob... And, you know, at, at first I, I was like, OK, it's just another betrayal game. So it maybe has the same rules. But actually, I, I enjoyed this one a lot more because if you know the premise of the betrayal games, you're set up into you know, your individual characters. You're traversing through. In this case, it's going to be through the, the town of Boulder's Gate. And then the scenario really doesn't happen until a set of events happens. Once a set of events happens, you read out of a rule book, which is you know fairly dynamic. I would say, how many scenarios do you think it has in there, Rob?
1: So this one's a little bit of a lighter edition. So just to take it real, real quick, um, as far as the betrayal games, the premise is that it's kind of like a like a B horror movie, where all four, you know, however many people that are coming into the mansion, which is where you play the original uh, betrayal, they come up with the best of intentions to get geared up because they know something bad is about to happen but you have no idea who it's going to be and what ends up happening is some event occurs like uh andrew was saying it's what's called the hunt and when the hunt occurs based upon what triggered it and where the people are it will create a randomized event that then the everyone has to work their way through so you know you might have a situation where you unleash a dragon you might have a situation where uh, one of the people gets bit and turns into a werewolf, so it, it could change and it can vary so much. And and Baldur's Gate, I think, kind of pairs it down a little bit. I think there's only about fifty or so, whereas the original game had um, over a hundred uh, scenarios.
2: I only played maybe in the first get, the b- betrayal at was it Haunted Hill or something?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, betrayal at yeah.
2: House on Haunted Hill. House on Haunted Hill? I may play only like five of those scenarios where there was hundreds, right? Uh, And I enjoyed all of them. There was one where a dragon was set loose. There was one where a zombie was traversing through the through the house and you had to run away from it. There was one that you had a mummy or something. You know, these are all great scenarios Hmm. in the boulders gate one. Like you said, it was a little lighter, um, but it all pinned us against each other, which I thought was hilarious and fun, which is that that certain scenarios will do that for for you. Um, So you're rolling attacks against each other uh your you know your some of its role um some of it is left up to chance uh others there's like strategy and like trying to talk you know chucky trying, trying to talk each other out of either stealing the item or killing each other it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun
1: yeah i enjoy it and it's uh it's a little bit cheaper than the betrayal at house uh game so if you want to just kind of dip your toes into it or you're a fan of the uh universe it's a great game to pick up for that
2: i recommend it especially your friends if you want to backstab them
1: oh yeah it's the best part
2: <laughs> i had some gamer news but i i, I guess it, w- it was in the middle of the our notes so i didn't oh, that's really put it in there can, but monster hunter worlds yeah. though is pretty important i guess it's coming out this month
0: it looks like i'm gonna be disappointed
2: Yes, and I'm going to be disappointed as well because a video came out. I think it was one of the game directors and he said the scheduled release for PC is in autumn 2018.
0: Everybody say,
2: oh, exactly right. So from the release of Monster Hunter World console, which is this month on the 26th on Xbox One and PS4, it's going to be a while until PC comes out it's just not like destiny where see- it's like
0: one month apart
2: yeah yeah this might is-
0: help their sales or so people buy it on console to check it out and see if they want to play it on pc later instead of being like oh well, pc only comes out a month i'll just hold out
2: i mean right. the only game that's really done that i mean maybe there's a couple games maybe Ark's done this maybe uh especially it's usually
0: the reverse normally yeah. it's pc then console
2: yeah so i i really don't know how this is going to turn out if because there is another like again there's another game Dauntless as coming out in 2018 coming out for all of them mm-hmm. and if that's if you know let's say PC players really want to get into a Monster Hunter World sort of thing and Dauntless comes out first it might hurt them in the long run.
1: I'm not cling to that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna but, say if there's a winner in all this, it's Dauntless because that was I really had written it off because of the popularity of Monster Hunter Worlds, but with them if they they can get released before Monster Hunter then yeah
2: we'll see how it goes I was disappointed in that I was hoping for two months later but yeah it's not even a definitive month it could be like November It
0: might be 2019 it turned out to be like what is it uh, Grand Theft Auto I
2: think
0: that. that was like years before
2: it came out on PC
1: yeah that took like two years before it finally finally dropped yeah. But that
2: turned out to be one of the best-selling PC games.
1: Yeah, well, another, I mean, it's
2: Grand Theft Auto on PC.
1: Another potential <laughs> winner in this would be uh, Sea of Thieves. You yeah. can see uh, because if you're looking, you know, one of the the fun things about Monster Hunter Worlds and and Dauntless is the cooperative fire team aspect of it. You know, so being able to partner up with your buddies and go try to you know take down monsters and Sea of Thieves has a lot of that similar you know teamwork and uh-huh. I don't know if you watched the um the developer video on it but it it looks like so much fun. Yeah, I hope see if these is a lot of fun that keeps
0: giving and isn't like a okay, I've done this once, now I'm done. Mm-hmm.
1: kind of thing. Cuz it looks like a game I could really get into. Yeah, I'm I'm going to be in the beta and I'll have things to talk about there Ooh. once it uh, once it comes out, yeah.
2: Do you have any keys?
1: <laughs> I'm still waiting for my key. Once I have that, then it's I can. on that one. Yeah. Do you
2: have your key that you can give to me? Yeah,
1: sure. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's I what
0: I'm I... looking forward
2: to. <laughs> no. yeah, it's one of the one of the most games you're looking forward to. I don't want to take that away from you. Of course, I'm looking forward to hearing uh, all the loot that I'm going to get because that's if I'm a pirate, I want some loot, man. That's that's what I want. Well, I this is true.
1: You, I can tell you there is definitely loot in there, and it's. From what I saw, keep in mind, it was, you know, in the alpha, um, it was primarily um, I didn't really see stats associated with it. So I'm done. Re- really, <laughs> yeah, really not sure exactly how it's going to all work out in terms of um, what the final gear will look like, but they have a ton of variety and a lot of different customizations you can do.
2: If it's if it's cause if it's like rarity in cosmetics, that'd be cool for me. Mm-hmm. Let's say, like this one hat is more rare than the other. Yeah, definitely. I you, would still you, play with
1: that. Yeah, you earn in, you earn gold by digging it up and killing skeletons, and you go and acquire the uh, the gear with that. So,
0: okay, I'm hoping for some maybe or I could be just out of the loop on this, but some uh, some like boat and ship like progression and like customization.
1: Yeah, that would be slick. Um, I don't know how much of that will
0: be there. Like, um, I I'd be kinda disappointed if it was just like one and done
1: ship for everybody. No, there's multiple ships. Um I I had like a like a sloop, like just a one person ship that I could kind of control everything. And mm-hmm. for multiple players you can get a galleon with uh you know multiple cannon so is Jackson. it based
0: on how many people you have, or is it based on like how much you've played the game, that kind of thing?
1: It's it, you really get to pick. Um, I was I was put into a uh, a single player ship because I was playing by myself. Um, but then I saw some four player uh, s- streams, and they they were given the larger ship. The reason why I don't think you'd want that bigger ship as a single player is you have to physically like run across the right the ship and go like. Tie down the sails and then run back to the. It'd, you know, it'd
0: be nice studio. to have like a, like a whole fleet of ships, like for different occasions.
1: I'm sure you'd be able to do that. I could I could see like a bunch of groups like running around and, you know, maybe dueling on a ship or having a couple of galleons that are all hanging. Like
0: out. I kind of like when I start the game, I want to start out on a dinky and I want to make like upgrade my fleet. So I have
1: this huge warship, but that, that'd be pretty awesome. We'll we'll see what ends up coming we'll, of it. We'll see. Maybe uh,
0: what's the other? What is Ubisoft's game coming out called? It might yeah, be what is Black that Sails. called? Black, Black Sales. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's another one, and it's obviously happen.
2: not. It's obviously not uh, art. You know, it's not. How would you say the art style is for sea of Thieves. I
0: think it's uh, sea of Thieves is more. It's, rare. Uh, it's a rare game for sure. It's a rare, yeah, art, rare art style, I mean, like a comic, like a comic book kind of feel to it, yeah, like right? Kind of. Yeah, whereas,
2: they're... whereas the Ubisoft one is very black flag ish,
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. more, uh, I wouldn't say realistic, but more realistic,
2: right? It seemed like, honestly, when the when I saw the Ubisoft one, uh, it's called what's it called again? Black sails, black yeah, sails, black sails. Yeah. or I thought it was a crimson something. I thought, but either way, black sails. Uh, it, I thought it almost pinned. It to be a player versus player, almost maybe. like they're trying to push a
0: <laughs> maybe a For honor like a like a four
2: honor so yeah like something with like boats. That. If yeah. that's the case,
0: I probably won't be as interested.
1: Yeah, that's I what I didn't it seems. See like. Where you could really run around and do as much of the like interactivity with the ship, like you do on Sea of Thieves. So
2: that's exactly yeah. what I was looking for—more of the outside of the ship thing. Yeah, I'm, of course, I'm people like for the for ship like battles, a, but
0: the open world pirate uh i mean the ship battle would be cool but in the same aspect of open world uh getting off my boat you know that kind of thing yeah, that's have why i hour enjoy video. it. Yeah.
1: they have an hour long video on, um with the uh like some interns playing it and i think i mentioned it on a previous podcast but if you're curious about sea of thieves and you want to see what the game is like they give a, a great rundown and they're jumping between like four different players and it gives you an idea of like how the gameplay actually is
2: Nice, cool. Okay, Hopefully. I just, I just, just came to mind, yeah. but A- AGDQ is coming up next week. Oh, is it?
1: Oh, I love that.
2: I I absolutely love games done quick. Like it's fun to if watch. You, if you have no idea what games done quick is, okay, it's just speedrunners playing the games you love or you'd never even heard of, and completely destroying it. Yep. Just, I would, I would, I would highly recommend you watching it. They're doing it for a good cause. They always you do know, it for a good cause. If there's games that you love and you're like, man, this game is really
0: hard, and I love that game because of this, they'll play it and they'll absolutely make you look like a fool.
2: <laughs> exactly. You ever, you ever want to, you ever ever want to see Donkey Kong beat in like 30 minutes? Yeah, go ahead. Sounds. That's the way. <laughs> that's the way to go. Um, and of course, <laughs> it, the the dates. January 7th through January 14th it says 2018. I don't have the game. okay, oh, hey, it says game event schedule here. Uh, just I guess should, I should just name a couple. What do you guys think? Yeah, some big some big names. Is,
1: it, is there anything? I mean, anything that really oh, jumps out is new because there are some fillers. Doing, yeah, like
2: Oh, like some that. new some new ones, some new one. the ukulele. Okay. They no yeah, speed yeah. running the speed running ukulele. It interrupt. says it says 35 minutes.
1: Wow. i'd I'd like to see that there's there's some hacks going on there
2: uh for people that love batman arkham asylum an hour and 30 minutes
1: oh that's cool i'm i'm Mm -hmm. that's my that's my game series so i will i'll be tuning in for that i actually set some uh some alarms at times of the night i'm not proud to admit to wake up and watch some of these things
2: oh of course me too i mean i'll go back and even watch them if i did if i miss them because they put them up on youtube uh, Sonic Mania, because that's that came out recently. Uh, that's gonna be fun, to, fun to watch. Uh, a couple, couple more here. Fire Emblem Eight. Is that that's that new? But either way, like these, these are great games that I think anyone could enjoy watching them. And some just random things like Princess Rescue. You never really know, like why Animorphs Shattered Reality. No one's probably ever played that game, but they're going to, <laughs> they're going to play it and they're going <laughs> to beat it and destroy it. Um,
1: yeah, they play prey? some terrible games. But they have a speedrun for fun. Prey? Oh, really? Okay.
2: Wait, I can't believe this. It says 15 minutes.
1: The, wow. Oh, wait a minute. I, um, I, I've seen this one.
2: Oh, so, okay. So someone, someone's spoil
1: done it. But it's uh <laughs> okay. uh, usually when you see these these speedruns, you're like, man, how are they getting through these things? They're either like lightning fast where they're just like bunny hopping through a level and just hitting to the other thing. Or they're able to kind of skip through some through some things like the uh, the warp from uh, from Mario, so mm-hmm. there's uh so there's some cool cool hacks and tricks that they do. I remember watching last year they had Splatoon, which I was really surprised to see them already having a speedrun on Splatoon because it was really
0: I didn't know Splatoon had a non multiplayer side to it. Yeah,
1: they got a campaign, and there was a guy that was just absolutely sick with uh I don't know if you guys have played it, but it's uh you know, it's not what I would consider like a fast paced game. And he was just flying through the levels with uh, some pretty amazing accuracy.
2: Love huh. this event, love it. Uh, watch it; it's on Twitch. I'm just sh- watching it on Twitch mainly because they put a they put on a great production, uh, and they're doing it for charity. Like I said, so they're this this year's charity is Prevent Cancer Foundation.
0: Okay, and of course they give things away. I'm sure.
2: Yep. Cool. As I want to throw that in there because I just re- just remembered that, and I want to make sure I promote that because I love it. Love yeah, that
0: good call. Uh, This would not be a podcast without at least
2: addressing Destiny Two. Destiny Two. It's my time to shine. Okay, but here here's what's going on. Nothing, at least at least at least nothing <laughs> it's so it's a hot fix came out today it's two not lines. even
0: andrew has anything to talk about
2: i mean wow. i'm having fun in it I, I have stuff to talk about with my with our clan because our clan is amazing and it's growing rapidly and i think people are enjoying that aspect of the community-based game uh but destiny the game itself if you're jumping into it uh you're you already kind of know what's happening number one Eververse versus there we already know that okay Number two, Chris Osiris. Not that great, but still there. Um uh, you have you have two, you have the raid, you have the raid layer. Keep doing those to get more gear, that sort of thing. Uh no, no new news that to, to say that Bungie is going to go one way or the other, which we're waiting for that next week. That's I thought what...
1: they let slip the uh, the next expansion name. hmm
2: no, uh, that was also fake news. I, I, uh, I, I, yeah, you heard fake news. I did. I, 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 read, I read the report and I read other people saying, like, that's just this is fake news. But um, I just didn't, I, it, it didn't blow up on, on Reddit. So I assumed that it was just, it trickled down as bad news. Yeah. Um, But I would say, of course, if for new players, there are a bunch of new players that I've seen join and they're enjoying the game. It's very good gunplay. Um, it's it's attested to. We have six K members. We have six thousand members across all of our clans. Holy to you, holy thousand three hundred in Discord. Those are the people that I think are are searching for that searching for that community and that social asp- social aspect of the game, which in my in my opinion is the best aspect of the game. We we tightly organize we uh, tightly organize groups to to get people. To their leaders, and their leaders get you know get them to do the raids. They get loot. They have a good time, and they do it again and again and again. And that's what that's why I like to to do and uh, cultivating in this in this community. We have over fifty five clans, and of course we are international. We have EU clans, we have NA clans, we have Xbox, PS four, PC, and uh, yeah, I think I would say over thirty to forty fire teams go out daily, just from using the LFG chats that we have inside the community it's it's a huge it's a huge pool of people always on searching for people to game with uh, and we will
0: keep destiny 2 alive single handed we dude. will
2: we want to and uh, if if anything I, we just hope that bungie doesn't make any bad mistakes right <laughs> but we also want to <laughs> cultivate other we also want to cultivate other other games in our community and i know warframe's been pretty good and uh, an overwatch as well as uh, a little bit of PUBG, but we're always promoting the Bad Mom Pajamas because they're they're a great guild, fantastic guild, great social guild. Those guys are hilarious, fun to play with, and they have they have a good, great like, raid leader. Uh, I think he's in chat, right? Raid leader Blaze, yeah, he's there. He's right there, yeah. Um, and I'm planning to do like a like a video clips you send video clips to pixel pub and then we you know comprise them together to do a community video i'm still trying to figure out the ways to do that and once we do i think it'll be a great a great like a revival of the youtube channel that we have not it hasn't been used much and i want to i want to put a little bit more focus on that too And we also just released a gallery on the website Uh, we started we started to add a bunch of pictures on there Uh, you can see the pictures right now are like Wrath Incarnate and they're like really scenic, scenic Destiny fo- photos that were taken from people in our community. I thought those were really cool if you want to check those out. And that's my Destiny news.
0: Yeah, and we'll even have even more stuff going on once the WoW expansion launches. And Absolutely. That's
1: pretty cool. cool so are we sure right we to mention at least a little bit of the fake news? Because it, it was seen on the uh, PlayStation store.
2: I thought they said... Something along the lines of that it's translated something like it came from the Japanese point of view, and then it was translated incorrectly, and that that it that it was like almost fake because this was translated to this, and I don't I don't know the specific. If you want to get into it, I don't have the article up with me.
1: I was just gonna mention because there's you know anytime new content is out there for Destiny Two, and you know the the community's so hungry for it, I feel like you at least give a little bit of uh, credence to. What's being talked about, even if it ends up truly being fake news, it looks like there's going to be some uh, expansion on Mars, uh, which Hit. is I think pretty cool. And there's supposed to be a new minor race.
2: Hmm. Supposedly. Okay. This is, this like is a, all like a
1: playable race. Um, I, no, I don't believe it's playable. I think it's just new. Uh, they just say a new race again. You know, as I said, it's all oh, it's like all taken from a PlayStation pay, uh, store page that was screen capped, and then it was taken down almost immediately.
0: Okay. Hmm. Interesting. We shall see. hmm We shall see. Yeah, moving on to some movie stuff, uh, or TV shows. Like we talked about a little bit last week, uh, Bright 2 is officially greenlit and announced and all that good jazz, so it is coming with Will Smith attached, I believe. So if you like Bright like I did, more is coming soon. I'm happy for you.
1: <sighs> I don't know. I mean, I liked it. I think it was fun. I don't think it's a great movie, but it was a fun movie. There was parts. I, I think um Edgerton was really good as the the orc partner. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Um they did they did announce that the writer for the for this one is not going to be back. Um it will be written by uh David Ayer, who also wrote Suicide Squad, so Take
0: that mm. as you will. Uh. Uh. Anyway, uh, Cloverfield three is delayed again. It was set to re- uh the third movie was supposed to be released next month, and we haven't heard anything about it. And so it's delayed again to an unknown time currently.
1: Were you a fan and of the originals?
0: Uh, I really like the Tan Cloverfield Lane a lot. Yeah. Okay. It's a really good one. But uh, yeah, they had like a whole universe planned out for that uh, series a while back, and it's not coming into fruition yet. So I don't know if they've gave up on that or if they're just taking their time, like Avatar. But.
1: Well, I think a lot of people are excited that you know it's JJ, you know, back mm-hmm. to kind of give a uh, like a little bit more of a, like a lost universe, and mm-hmm. you know, didn't really, you know, he has he's been tied up with Star Wars, so right good reasons for him not being there.
0: Right. This is all true. I don't know if anybody else saw it, but the Slenderman movie trailer came out. Um, I watched it. There's not a whole lot of Slenderman. That's, not, that's the whole point though. Yeah, isn't
1: that, is yeah, I was going to say, isn't that always the case? Like, it's yeah, like trees I don't know. Flashlight. I, was
0: ex- I was expecting more, a, uh, I don't know, maybe something more, maybe I'm just different. I don't know. But, uh, you see him once, I think, um, and to me, the movie looks more like a possession movie, and like a haunt, like you getting haunted and possessed, instead of like a monster movie, which I would think Slenderman is kind of more of in 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 like the game setting anyway.
2: Is it um, weird that I have not played the games, but every single time you say Slenderman, I get chills because of what I watched and <laughs> on Marble Hornets. If you have not seen that,
1: I have not seen that.
2: Have you seen Marble Hornets, Ab- um, uh, Brendan? I have not. Okay, Marble Hornets is a free YouTube, uh, I would say, series uh. dedicated to Slenderman, but you have no idea what's going on. I would recommend, it's it's low quality, obviously, but it's well put together, mainly because it provides the fear of not knowing what's what's going on. And you kind of get you kind of get bits and pieces of what's uh, what's happening hmm. along the way. So
0: like a web series type thing. It's a
2: web series. I think it's well done for what they've done for what the, the resources they had, and hmm. uh, it's uh, it's something just to look into. I think you. I think with Slenderman, that with this coming out, I think this will be a good pre- precursor to getting you hyped up for the fear of Slenderman because I think these guys did it right.
1: Interesting. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of discussion too about like, especially in like the Marvel universe, like who owns the rights to what heroes and sort of thing. Who owns Slenderman? I mean, I thought it was I, kind of like a an internet phenomenon. It may be
0: like a uh, universal, like not like the company, but like a open kind of thing. Maybe I don't know. But I mean, because I think Slenderman was around before the game came out.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Slenderman was. Um, I remember frequenting the forums on somethingawful.com yeah Uh, um and they were they were like photoshopping slender man in the back of yeah pictures of the woods and everything
0: i think this is one of those like open like open kind of things for free to use kind of
1: yeah that doesn't sound like hollywood to take that kind of chance but i mean
0: i don't know we'll see uh the, the movie looks i don't know if you guys remember this and it's kind of a sad thing to hear but uh the The whole where uh somebody was I think it was a couple of teenage girls killed one of their friends because they were they quote unquote said Slender Man told them to, yeah, and that's was... what this movie looks a lot like.
1: Oh wow, mm, that's yeah. uh, that's not been that long ago. I think just a few years.
2: Yeah, well, it's more so... of an inter- it's more it's more of an interesting thing because Slender Man in my eyes is actually just a like a beast, like he's uh-huh. just uh, a an an unknown entity not not really possessive. I All don't right. know where that possessive thing came from.
0: I'm not sure either. I'm not a big fan of the idea of that.
2: But I would I would maybe still I would still push the Marble Hornets uh you know storyline if you want to take it to that like lore of Slenderman, not the negative side of what what that aspect is. Although possession yeah, would- if that's where they're going, you know, whatever. I
0: was hoping yeah. for more of maybe something along the lines of like Stranger Things kind of
1: Slender Man. That would be cool. Yeah, I, mean, I think that fits better because Slenderman doesn't really move a whole lot. He's just there and, right. you know, scares you.
2: Right. Oh, it's so creepy. Just every single time you guys say <laughs> that name, man, I'm telling you, I'm Slenderman. telling you. I watched it. I watched it in, in the dark. Just, I, I wanted to get the full feel of it, and I, was, I couldn't go to sleep. Couldn't do it.
1: How weird would it you. be if Slenderman was outside your window right now? Oh, no. You know,
2: I would. You know, I it, it to me like I, I'm almost like I see, I've seen the videos so so much. That I'd be like, hey, what's up? You know, like that sort of thing. But for for you guys, <laughs> I think it might be something something else. And of course, I again, I still promote it. I watch it, watch cool. it. Cool. And it's like someone had a thing to talk
0: about the uh, the Runaway series on Hulu.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. So, are you guys familiar with uh with I know the it's a part
0: of the the Marvel uh world. I haven't
1: watched it yet. Okay. Yeah, so, so yeah. you are right. Um it's kind of loosely based in the Marvel world.
0: Actually, I read the comics. I think comics, a lot like the uh Netflix series probably. Yeah, in, in a lot of ways. Um, they like they're in the world, but they don't like make major connections or anything like that.
1: Yeah, usually they'll have someone like guest star kind of thing. So, I remember they had like Cloak and Dagger come through and I mean, that's kind of an, almost like a bit of an obscure a couple of characters in Marvel. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was really, um, really such a a weird thing to see this get the TV treatment. So it's basically a teen superhero group, and they focus on making the teenagers as realistic as possible. And the kind of the heroes and the story and everything else kind of comes second. So it's a major twist on that way in which, you know, usually it's the action or it's a bit of the, uh, you know, more of the storyline of, uh, you know, they're, like, like, fighting crime. Whereas this is more... I don't want to get too far into it, but it's written by Brian K. Vaughn, has written a number of just absolutely amazing comics. Um, Why the Last Man, uh, currently writing Saga. Uh, just Just really highbrow comics. So I think it's going to be really interesting to see how this is taken. The reviews on it so far are exceptional. It is universally... Loved right now this uh, runaway series, so I would. Uh, and I've only seen the first couple episodes, but I'm going to be binging it here. I think over the weekend um, hmm. because it is so good. How would you? How would you rate it? I really hate to give it like a full rating. It's more of like a preview, and because okay. I haven't seen it all the way through. Uh, okay. But okay. I would say if you are interested in other aspects of the Marvel universe, this is this is up there with the Daredevil. Uh, Punisher series in terms of the quality and like the engagement that I have Mm -hmm. you know I I wasn't as big a fan of like Luke Cage or uh, especially the Iron Fist and that uh, Mm -hmm. Inhumans was you know unwatchable Um, this is one that I think that people can kind of relate to because you know you're either a teenager now or maybe you've been one before and you can kind of empathize with what they're going through and seeing you know not only are they dealing with things like puberty but also with you murderous you know villains and stuff
0: hmm let's check it out But uh yeah I guess that's really I don't know if somebody has anything to talk about it, I think it's it we might move on to 20 questions alright if we have 20 questions for the week we're closing in on an hour here But uh
2: I'm ready for your questions okay I have a good game
0: a good game okay Oh, Are you spoilers!
1: Ready? Are you ready? I'm gonna start firing them off. I guess. Yeah, let's. Uh, let's so, what do you think? We kind of narrow it down from a year. That always. Oh, well, might as well start with time. It never hurts. There you go. So, what year do we go with? I, I feel like no. We usually do 2000, but that's uh, it's not really the midway point anymore.
0: But uh, was it released after 2005? There you go. No.
1: So we're talking pre 2005. So okay. let's uh, let, let's uh, split it again then. So. Uh, was it released after 1995?
2: After 1995? Mm-hmm. Yes, it was released after
1: 1995. All right, so we got a ten-year, 10 window there.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: let we'll see. see. From 95, that would put us in Super NES. That would put us. There's in a the, lot uh, of consoles in. The- <laughs> he's, he's probably thinking of the thirty two x probably calibri the hummingbird shooter from oh, maybe how, how i don't did want to you, how'd
2: you get it, it, it right away? I don't know how you got no should we go ahead and split <laughs> it again
0: just sure. uh yeah was it released uh, after two thousand yes, okay, so two thousand two thousand five okay
1: all right so let's uh let's maybe try narrow down by console or uh, maybe p c it's hard to say um maybe we should ask p- if it's exclusive, yeah. All right, uh, is it an exclusive to a console or PC?
0: Yes, it's exclusive. OK, OK. It's probably going to be console. Yeah, That's, I
2: see you, uh... Chad. Come on, let's do some questions, chat.
1: Uh, probably.
0: It's probably Nintendo.
1: Well, let's find out.
0: Yeah, well, was it
2: published by Nintendo? No, it was not published by Nintendo. OK.
1: All right, all right. Um I remember Andrew also liking uh PlayStation, so was it a, was it on the Sony platform?
2: Are you asking if it was on a Sony platform
1: yeah. or
2: a specific platform?
1: Uh I'm going to I'm going to go with Sony over. Is it a Sony game? Like on the on the PlayStation or PlayStation 2?
2: It is a Sony game. It was released on a Sony platform. Yes. Okay.
1: All right, so that helps uh, helps us narrow down to the most popular gaming console of all time with about a, a million games. games.
2: Not bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm.
0: Okay.
1: Well, at we least oh, try this to. Th- of, just, yeah, maybe but, the genre. There you go. Um, yeah. Let's see. Was it, yeah. was it an FPS?
2: It's on FPS.
1: Um, is it a platformer?
2: i would say it is a platformer i'm gonna say it's a platformer all right you would say so. i mean the genre the genre in my opinion is is there but it's very like, broad it's very broad um
1: yeah i mean this gives us some variety here i, mean, I like to
2: say out this out with this you you can say it's a platformer right there is jumping and platforming involved i won't say that it is the exact genre of the game right? Does that makes sense yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll so I'll give it. you that.
1: Uh, you think it's maybe like a series of games? Like we can figure out if we're working with a franchise or if we're just uh, dealing with a, a standalone game. Yeah, we can we ask that. All right. So is it is it a standalone game?
2: It is not a standalone game.
1: Okay. So it's part of a part of a series. Or at least has a sequel. Yeah. Man, there's, um, there's so many. Maybe we should
0: ones. narrow down like the setting or art style.
1: Is it based on Greek mythology?
2: That's a good question. That's a that's an interesting. You went from like one thing to another. Give me a second. Is it based on Greek mythology?
1: Hmm. Yeah, I took a pretty sharp jab at the God of War series there.
2: Oh, but okay, I see. A I of, see. Uh,
1: but there are a lot of kind of Greek mythology. Uh, platformer i'm gonna
2: i'm gonna say it's not because i don't see anything specific specifically for me that stands out as greek mythology
1: okay okay so we're probably talking like you know swinging swords that kind of thing so what do you think brandon what else
0: chat wants to know if there are plans for a another installment of the series to come out
2: that's a good question but no 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 plans
1: I do like that question for
2: like future. I might actually use that for a future one. Well,
1: that's a good one. Good job, chat. Thank you, chat. Unaffiliated chat person that came in and asked a great question. <laughs> 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 um
0: Is this a uh is this an arts? Is it like is it I don't know. Is it like a cartoony aesthetic to it?
2: Yeah. It's cartoony aesthetic, yeah. Okay.
0: okay. I have like a game in mind. I can't really. I can't remember what's called.
1: So cartoony would have some platforming, not based on Greek mythology. Um, is the well? Let's let's ask about like maybe the the main characters. Um, is the main character a human?
2: Yes, he's a human.
1: Okay, mm. he's a human. We got some. Uh, oh, I said didn't I? more. Boom! You're terrible at this. <laughs> well, let's, see, we let's we... see if you get it. let <laughs> might
0: throw what I was thinking out. If this person's supposed to be a human.
1: All right. Human male. That jumps around on platforms, but it's not the main aspect of it. Hmm. Came up before this So it's <laughs> Let's think. So let's uh let us try to further dissect this year. So we've got. Sh- should we just figure out if it's PS one or PS two? Yeah, let's. That'll be good. Is it on PS two? Yes. Okay. okay. So that takes us from 2001 to 2005. So we ain't narrowed down one year. Well, oh, I nice. believe
2: you said. I believe you said after 2000. I don't think you said after 2005.
1: Yeah, that was the first one we said.
2: Okay, just want to make sure.
1: Yeah, we 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 know it's between 2001 to 2005. Gotcha. That's our
0: RST. Yeah, that's an exclusive. That's part of a series mm-hmm. that has a cartoon art style that features a male main character. Male that's human main character. now human main character that has a platform. At
2: Reyes. the moment, I'm at 13 questions, I believe. So
1: okay. Okay. So with the I'm trying to think of games where I played a
0: human platformer.
1: Sure. Well, let, let's let's talk a little bit more about maybe who, what this person's like. So, um, maybe we should check and see. Okay, is it based on like a uh, tune property or something like that? Maybe we could look at a. Uh, is it based on a movie series? So, I guess the question might be, um, is, is it
0: is it a franchise
1: outside of video games?
2: No, it's not a franchise outside of video games.
1: Okay, so it's exclusive to that. So, oh, let's see. Man, they got so many good ones on there. I'm just it's just running through my head like you know, Ape Escape and uh, Ratchet and Clank are out there.
0: Is Ratchet and Clank a human though?
1: Uh, no, no, he's not. But Ape was, he, was Jack and Dexter even a human? Uh, he's got elf ears, but he's yeah. close.
0: Cool.
2: That's a good one. Are we,
0: are, like, are we saying humans or like humanoid?
2: Blaze has a good question.
0: Do they still make these games?
2: Well, does the developer still yeah, exist? He... No. Yes. Oh, that's also a good one. The developer still exists.
1: Okay. 15. So let's, let's think about some of these developers in you know, a long term. You got like Naughty Dog. Right, which would be Jack, uh, Jack and Dexter. Okay. Um... You know, I was in on a lot of these things, but if it if it's not primarily a platformer, then it's something else. So, I mean, it would be maybe like some kind of combat, or maybe like like a shooter. So
0: I feel like it's going to be a shooter.
2: You said FPS already, though.
0: Yeah, we're... yeah, but I mean, it doesn't have to be a sh- FPS, to be a shooter. So I mean, if you're saying that, then you're trying to maybe detour us away from the shooter aspect.
2: To count to count with Blazes, like, do the does the still exist and do do they still make games? Yeah, they still make the games, but I'm not gonna count that as a question. I just wanted to answer that too.
0: Okay, I got you. Uh...
1: Hmm. Well, let's see. What other? Because I don't want to just focus in on just the just the game series. I think I need to kind of get a a view of what type of game we're actually discussing. Because the right. platformer part is. Maybe we I'm need to figure out if it's that. like, is it like
0: futuristic? Is it modern? Is it in the past?
1: Well, I asked if it was based on Greek mythology, so let's and he had to think maybe about you know. it. So let's uh, let's start maybe. He, in the did past. To,
0: he did have to think about it. That's true.
1: Yeah. So, and it's cartoony. So would uh would the game setting be in the past, as in like, historical? Historical? Yeah.
2: Historically, yes.
1: Okay. All right.
2: Past so, as in past, be even before pre- this present time.
1: Yeah, like not like, I would like, yeah. Like I would consider historical to be like Roman times. No,
0: maybe not, no guns, like modern weapons or, sh- or cars or like skyscrapers, that kind of thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, man, Andrew always picks the tough ones, too. We can't we can't ever come up with just the. Uh, you know, the obvious right. ones, because I love not this gonna game.
2: I love this game.
0: I still have another game, but I'm not sure if this what developer it is and if it's still made, if they still develop games. Okay.
1: Mm. Well, they're still let's see. So they're still making games. Um. Let's let's ask if it was like kind of a like a how what is how it was received like if it was like a critical acclaim or not, um, or maybe if we consider like is it one of the classics as in like is it considered like one of the top games on the platform? Yeah, I'm gonna ask. Okay, so Andrew, would would this be considered one of the top games on the platform?
2: It got a I I, I don't know. Uh, that that specific answer i would say the metacritic score was 84 um it got very good reviews across the board okay Uh, and i can i guess maybe some little more information ign ranked it number six on the list of top 10 games or sorry i should probably just read this anyway since i'm reading it (laughs) top top 10 most challenging ps2 games of all time
0: Oh, wow. So if anybody's out there looking at a list of stuff, look for the, <laughs> the number six.
2: <laughs> so I gave you a little bit more information because I, I actually thought, I didn't read the rest of it. I thought it was the top 10 games, but I was like, oh, challenging games. Okay, well, I just have to read so it. So it is one. a
0: challenging game. Huh. The platform. I don't know if it, I mean, it's not an FPS, so it has to be like a third person or over the shoulder kind of view.
1: Yeah, and kind of a historical type of aspect so mm-hmm. maybe like uh, not not necessarily caveman times but right uh, maybe trying, but see it's that um it's that cartoony style that it is that's really throwing me I'm I'm kind of lost on that
2: there's a lot of games for the ps2 era I mean we we all probably played different games than what we enjoyed in ps2 era uh, but I really like this one.
1: Yeah, there should be more like 120 questions with all the games that they have on PlayStation 2.
2: I gave you a huge hint that I was you challenging.
1: Did. Yeah. But in terms of... Uh, but there's a lot of challenging games on PlayStation, so... Let's... Um, uh, well,
2: let's... I can... You re- asked the genre before, so I'll give you that it's an action-adventure. But, okay. like, you, there's platforming involved, if that makes uh, any sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're we're talking this might be something so the but on the on the PlayStation. Um but man, I just I struggle. Least
2: he knows it, maybe he can get some information yeah. out of it.
0: Uh, kind of describe it, Jared. I might be able to. The chat it. What you're thinking of. It. Unnamed chat.
2: <laughs> That's not Unnamed chat member. That didn't describe. just Google search the IGN top 6. <laughs> right? Hopefully not. Hopefully not. I can give you another hint. That'll speed it up. You're at basically 16 questions. You can ask more questions.
1: Yeah, we let's uh, let's try to get a little bit closer there on what the just this describe what you're thinking, Jared.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he didn't see that it was on the IGN list. <laughs> he, oh, he wants to go search it. No, so yeah, it was it was number six of the you... top 10 games, the most challenging games.
0: Well, let's. Do you have? Do you have a companion character that like follows you around while you put like
2: No, not that I remember. No. No.
1: Okay, so you're like rolling solo dello, okay. Do you do you, does your character use a sword?
2: Yes, he uses a sword.
1: Oh man. There's this one. And I forgot the name of it.
2: Oh, he's got it. I think but it's, he's got like,
1: it. Oh. It's it is like Roman Roman guy. <laughs> he, I remember jumping on there. lava it's the only cartoony one i can think of it's um i want to say it was was it um like the it was a ghouls and ghosts guy um like that to answer character. your
2: question it is a ghouls and ghosts based game yes
1: okay okay
2: so, so I... it just get the name and you you got this
1: <laughs> but there's no way <laughs> you oh, just man. get the name <laughs> that's all he needs oh, man. I used I to watch know. it on g four they used to play the uh they used to play the game on the uh on the reviews x play yeah
2: oh, so ghosts and goblins that's what you're talking about right yeah Ghosts and cool. goblins yeah, yeah
1: yeah well they, they had a uh, yeah they had a uh, a couple different ones because it was on all the different ones so that's let's see so that was put out by Capcom is it i don't do honestly don't know is it a Capcom game
2: Yes, it's a Copcom game.
1: Oh my god, I know this game,
2: but I don't know the name of it.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love it. I love it.
1: Uh, I honestly have no idea. Oh man, it's uh man. I'm I'm gonna be at a loss here. Just, I mean, I can see it. It's a yeah. You're like you basically playing as like a cartoon, and you're 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 a knight, like a Roman knight kind of thing, and you run around and like these. Skeletons knock your armor off and you get naked.
2: Yep. Yep. There's all know. of it. Yeah. All of it's true. You know, hey,
1: hey,
2: hey, hey, hey. Uh maybe one more hint. Because you only have one more question, really. Okay. I think. Yeah. So my son would love this game. That's just my hint there.
1: Oh, do you want that, that knowledge out there?
2: Oh, I guess <laughs> no. I guess. Whatever.
1: Um, Did, it, they didn't give you a hint. Is it is it? Is it Maximus?
2: So close. So very, very oh, close. Man. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Now, you can describe every, every part of the game. Uh, it's called Maximo.
1: Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> it's called Maximo Ghosts to Glory is the name of the game.
1: Uh, it's, I
0: just looked right this now. up. I've never played this. I don't think I've ever seen this. I have I never w- played
1: it, but it was on G like constantly.
2: So the 3D world, there's a lot of platforming involved. Just as Rob described, you, you face a lot of challenging bosses, a lot of enemies, a lot of uh, it's almost like you have to do some Dark Souls ish kind
0: of. <laughs> I was about to say it looks like the original Dark Souls like kind of deal. Yeah, you know, it uh... was
2: rough. And here's the here's the real kicker to this game: every single time you die, you you pay a coin to the Grim Reaper and he will revive you with some more lives. But every single time you give a coin to him, the price goes up. So you could inevitably game over this game and have to restart it.
1: Oh wow, you can. That was how Ghouls and Goblins was. That was a challenging game. Yeah, I I, the funny thing is, I knew what you were referring to, but man, I can. You, so you played this game. Tell us about it. Yeah, is, like is, I said, did you I mean, there's more than one of these games. There
2: is. I never played the second one, which was Army of Zin. I may, I may have just got, I don't know, maybe sidetracked that there was there was one existed, but Maximo Ghost of Glory was was my game that I played, and I. I think, I don't know how many hours I put into it. I think it was almost like a 10 to 20 hour game, but it was, it was that challenging. And uh, I really, I, I don't know how to describe it other than, uh, you know, hack and slash platforming, uh, lots of platforming and almost dark Souls just where you had to like really gauge the enemy. Cause if you didn't, you know, you, you get your armor power up, right? And you, you have armor on, but if they can knock the armor off and then you're, you're actually naked in your boxers. And all you have is your sword, right?
1: Which what which would happen in the original Ghosts and Ghosts and Goblins.
2: Right, right. And then if obviously they hit you, you're dead, and then you have to go you know, if you lose all your lives, you go you pay your Grim Reaper, and then that goes up in price and you get stressed out because you don't want to die anymore. That that's that sort of that's sort of like reoccurring theme. Uh there's some cool special moves and combos, like you could get power ups and, you know, slam the ground so you can you know, you know, just take out a bunch of enemies. It was a really great game for PS2. I don't I it's with PS2, like again, I said, has tons of games. So but this one might have been missed by a lot of people.
1: Yeah, I missed Maybe. it. I uh, I had a PlayStation 2 and I saw it and chose not to play it, uh, mainly because of Oops. the of the um, the buzz around it was that it was it was. <laughs>
2: i don't I don't know how to describe more than just uh if you wanted to go back and play it, it'd probably look really bad, but <laughs> still still a fantastic game
1: oh man that's I, I so uh chat just uh brought up they they thought they were they were thinking beautiful Joe, which i was um if it wasn't talking about like the historical type of aspect, but beautiful Joe is actually the game I had on backup in case no one else had twenty questions tonight so He's got to probably running. save that for another time. Bro. No, he already said beautiful <laughs> Joe, so Blazers is already he's already keen to it.
2: <laughs> cool. I'm glad you guys. I'm glad. Honestly, I'm gonna give that to you.
1: No, nah, no. Nah. Uh, good job. You, you're you're uh, you're you're the only one that like stumps people other than other than global conflict or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you just need to remember it?
2: Desert storm. Desert out uh, of conflict. Desert storm. Yeah.
1: Cool. No, but very good. Very good.
0: Very, very, like. well, it's about, it's about going to be it for us. I guess we're going to start doing the promotions and sign off of this thing. So, Andrew, take it away.
2: Cool. Uh, you have to go to com because it has all the information you need regarding our podcast and the latest podcast you can actually listen to on the front page. Just scroll down to the podcast, hit that that little button there, and it'll play for you on any on any mobile browser you can also see information regarding us and our gamer tags and where you can find us on the crew page i have rob i have to put you up there what do you think sure sounds good we'll get we'll get rob up there and his gamer tag so you can contact him um and then any if you want to join the wrath incarnate or the bad bomb for the wow wow guild all also on the front page and we have blog posts for that uh and then last last thing would be to um Make sure to what's our what's our email again for the We Talk More Nerd Podcast because we we want to take feedback in. Wtn
0: podcast yahoo dot
2: Wtn podcast yahoo dot I got to put that on the website to make sure that if you guys have any feedback, let us know. We want the best experience, podcast experience, you know, t- just interaction experience with you guys and gals
0: and
1: other and other. <laughs> Rob sure, sure, um yeah you can uh, you can catch me as rob uh part time podcast host on the we talk nerd podcast <laughs> um I guess Andrew will be adding me onto the uh website so you'll be able to see some of my gaming details there, so
0: in in his face, there you go,
2: if he wants to post his face, it's up to him
0: <laughs> and um a Bop a e b o p um yeah, just check out the website, make sure to subscribe, follow, like, share. Tweet, hashtag, do all those good things for the show. Tell your friends, tell your mom, tell everybody about the show. If you like it, that is. If you don't like it, then don't tell nobody because <laughs> I don't want I don't want negative connotation with the show. But uh, yeah. yeah, I guess that'll be it for us. Next week we'll probably have Jared back, and uh, might we have a little bit. Of, maybe we'll start some stuff coming different here soon. Okay, uh, but uh, sounds we'll, fun. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, until next time, we'll see you guys later. Thanks, everyone.